This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On Our Private Bits, we talk about the things and people that don't get talked about enough or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new and you will definitely LOL. Our Private Bits is also part of the ACAST Creator Network. All right, cuties. Today on Our Private Bits, I have Mara Lauren Hutchinson joining us. Mara is legally blind and is using social media as a platform to share her journey online. Want to say hi, Mara? Hi, everybody. Hi, Mara. No, I'm seriously so excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Of course. Honestly, I feel like we just recently got to do a segment on City Line together where we got to like showcase our our friend uh, Alexa's beautiful clothing line of eye design. And I feel like we were backstage and like we got a chance to kind of chat and connect. And I was like, I need to have you on the podcast. Honestly, (laughs) I was telling people, I was like, I'm happy that I came a bit early because it really gave us a chance to chat a bit and just say a few words in terms of like everything. I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff during that time. We we, we, we went deep and like, (laughs) you know, the the few minutes we had before. But I, you know, I I think I really appreciated that about you and just like hearing a bit more about your story and your journey. I was like, I feel like a lot of people need to also hear this. And I I think it's such an important story to hear because I think, you know, as like an able-bodied person, I think I have so much privilege, I think, in the world that I live in. And I think those are these privileges I think I often take take you know for granted and you know sort of in my journey of learning and discovering it's like you know I think hearing about people's stories like yours it really helps I think like paint a picture about how you know we we have a lot of these like you know ableist actions you know within our lives a hundred percent and because I was there too I full-on took advantage of a lot of things before being diagnosed with my eye condition and yeah I, I I get it Totally. Well, so I guess maybe just to start is, can we talk a little bit about maybe just like your journey, I guess, like with with your diagnosis and like, just so people can kind of like really understand, I guess, like what it's been like for you, because you haven't always, you know, been legally blind, right? Yes. So about almost 13 years ago, um, I was diagnosed um, with uh, retinitis pigmentosa. So it's a very rare eye condition that is pretty much causing me to lose my vision. So I've lost my peripherals already and I have night blindness as well with it goes with the, con- with the condition. Yes. And I never really honestly realized what was going on till 
I started to really speak about it in terms of like when I go to the eye doctor mm-hmm. because I didn't realize I was born with this. Really? I was born with this genetic rare condition and you could either have it as soon as, you know, when you're a child mm-hmm. or it just shows up randomly, right? And wow. it did. So no wonder during my teenage years, I was always bumping into things yes. and everyone just thought I was clumsy. Oh, you need you need to get a new prescription again and so on. And I thought the same thing until like, I think early 20s or mid 20s, I was kind of just telling my boyfriend at that time, I said, something is wrong. I feel like I can't see at night. I can't see when we go to the movies or mm. when we go to the club, just dim places in general. And I even said, I can't even see if I'm looking straight, if you're like things that on like my side, my peripherals. Yes. So I, when I went to a doctor for my regular eye checkup, um, from there, it, it all started when I said something's wrong. I feel like something's wrong with me. And then specialists, so he referred me to a different specialist. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of see, I, I was seeing many doctors because I didn't, maybe wasn't accepting what they had to say to me. Of course. So second opinions and so on until I landed on an amazing specialist at Sunnybrook Hospital. And that's when they confirmed that I have retinitis pigmentosa. So that was about 13 years ago. And I was honestly, Miles, I was newly engaged. Oh my gosh. And it was, I, I, it was such a dark time. And of course. Because, yeah, like, how how did that feel? Because I think it must have felt, felt very stripping, I think, of, well, it felt of even your identity. Thing, for sure. Especially when your first specialist was, like, didn't even give you a heads up in terms of kind of giving you the news. But he's, the way he went about, the my first doctor, he, the way he went about is that, oh, you have a retina, something wrong with your retina. And then we were like, well, what is it? And then he just showed us the image of my eyes, which is pretty much all around it was black and there was like only little in the middle of my actual vision that was left. So we're trying to get an understanding of it. And he's like, well, you're going blind. And it was like, as soon as he said, you're going blind and there's nothing you can do about it because my condition to this day doesn't have any cure or treatment for it. Right. So even if you were diagnosed when you were younger, like there's 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 still nothing nothing that they can do. do. So to hear those words, in your like, let's say late about like, yeah, like mid twenties and you're just newly engaged and you're just starting off your career and all that stuff. And I, I felt so out of it, very, very dark space. And I just didn't know how to handle the whole situation Mm -hmm. of what this doctor was telling me. And then moving on to different doctors, when everything was confirmed, my actual specialist now was able to kind of put it into words of this is what's going on but we can do something to kind of stabilize mm-hmm. okay what is left of the vision right but i honestly i think the first 2 years was very dark for me because i felt like my life was over totally because i'm thinking one of these days i will go com- i could go completely blind mm-hmm. and there's nothing that we can do and what quality of, I think the quality of life is what triggered me. What kind of quality of life will I have? Yeah, of course. Like, and plus, what kind of life will I give to my husband now? Mm-hmm. Right? Totally. I mean, you're at, you were at like such a young age that you had so, you know, you still have so <laughs> much life to live, you know, and so much to experience. Yes. And like, I, I feel like 
having some of that maybe like change or taken oh, really away. Did. Like that's, 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 that's and it the, feels awful. And I even had to ask him like, would you still want to marry me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, because yeah. everyone's like, why would you ask him? Like, because it's not fair for him. Yeah. It's not. Totally. You know, and it's not fair that I know that he loves me, but it's not fair that he's going to, this is a huge responsibility. For sure. This is for the rest of our life. Yes. So it's only fair that I would ask, would you still want to marry me? Even my families were asking him, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like, um, this and that, like, will you be okay to take care of her? And so on, right? And he, after about a year and a half, he even said to me, we can still get married. We will still get married. Mm. And as if like nothing's changed. Yeah. And I think he's the big key and reason to why the first two years, it was very dark, but he was one of the biggest reasons to like kind of hit me in the face where I could still have that quality life. I could still enjoy life. Totally. I think he was treating you just as you are, you know, know? and there wasn't, I guess, maybe like that. And there's not many people like that. It's so true. I'm being real. Like there's not. It's a huge responsibility. Absolutely. But, but, you know, I think, I don't know. But love is love. Exactly. When you find the right person, it like, I don't think it matters. Right. Like I think you just like, you, you take on whatever kind of comes, comes your way. Right. So, I mean, Hey, those vows, (laughs) those, exactly. Right. Those vows of like through what sickness and Mm, health, health, all that. It was, it was legit real. Yeah. That's so powerful. So we went ahead two years. Yeah. About 2012, we got married and, and I mean, there was still crazy dark times, but here I am. Of course, because I think like, you know, a lot of the time, you know, the physical part is like just sort of like one step, right? It's like yeah. really the psychological and the emotional part of healing I that know. takes the longest and takes, you know, and I think is like often the hardest part, you know, like yes. versus the physical healing. Like I, it really is like that processing through yes, all of those because emotions. it gets our minds. Yes. It's the, the mind is very powerful. It really is. It destroyed me for many years. I was such in a dark space where I did not want to live. Mm -hmm. Like I, I legit attempted many times. I'm not trying to be alive anymore. And it hit me where there has to be freaking some sort of reason why I'm still here. Totally. Because all these things that I've been trying to do to not be here. Suicidal is a huge thing. And a huge part of my life. And I always say there has to be a reason to why. I'm still here. Totally. So let's just snap out of it. Because I'm the one that's going to lose out. Yes. That's what Baz, that's my husband, would always remind me, you're the one that's going to lose out. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not, the world is obviously not going to stop, but you you can snap out of this and find your purpose. Totally. And, and I, I think you're doing just that. And you know what? Thank I mean, you so much for sharing like that, that sort of piece. I mean, you know, yeah. I, we all go through a lot of things. We're all struggling, mm-hmm. but there has to be a reason why we're still here. Right. Totally. I, I truly believe it. You know, I think, you know, as someone who also is, you know, a suicide survivor, it's like, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not, it's not easy. And, you know, but I think that we can sort of, that we, maybe there's like a point, I think like in our emotional journey where, you know, we either like let this thing like consume us yes, or, or we change the dialogue. We change the narrative inside of our mind and we're like, okay, like I'm going to use this to drive me forward. And like, yes. how can I like turn this into something beautiful, you know? And, and I think that we like that. have the power inside exactly. of ourselves to do that. Um, oh, I, I think it's amazing. Right? It, 
And I, I think it's important why I think like why you're using social media to like, you know, have these sort of dialogues because I'm sure that there are millions of people out there Let that me even also tell you, experience this. No, that's 100%. And that is so true because when I was diagnosed, I'm telling you, I didn't even know there was so many people like me who yeah. are visually impaired or legally blind. All I didn't know. And when I started to share my photos on mm-hmm. Instagram, it wasn't even because of, I just used it to take, to edit my photos and then transfer it to Facebook yeah. to show my family. Yeah, that, totally. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Not realizing so many people are jumping on Instagram as well. Because at that time, barely anybody was on the platform. Totally. And I felt so alone. And then when I started to realize, wait a minute, there's so many of us. And even other dis- like disabled people, there's just so many of us around Absolutely. the world. And I started to feel less alone. And I always told myself that I was in a dark, dark space where I had no one. Mm -hmm. No one can relate to exactly what I was feeling. So when all these amazing human beings were reaching out to me Mm -hmm. in the beginning, and even now where, oh my gosh, like you are truly this and that. And how do you go about life? I just made it to myself where I want to be there for them. And because I never want anyone to feel what I felt. Totally. You know, it doesn't feel good. (laughs) It it doesn't. And there's, I'm very, very privileged of living in a country where um, there's a lot of support. Yes. But I've met a lot of people that don't have that in their countries, Mm. don't even know what a white cane is. Wow. So that's why I was telling my husband and just my vision of why I share my journey on my platform and, and just share everything is because not many people have that kind of support. Totally. And if I could help somebody, even if there's always one, let's say just one person listening to me, because I talk a lot, but I mean, who's really, you know what I mean? If there's yes. somebody that's listening to me and I'm able to change the way they see life, mm-hmm. then I am a winner. Absolutely. Like I, I'm, I did a job. I, I did a great job because I wasn't, I had nobody. Totally. And I think that that, that's like the work that goes like beyond ourselves, right? Like, and I think that there's something really powerful about that. Yes. Right. Because I think like, you know, a lot of, you know, I think the way that humans can be, it can be very just about ourselves, you know, or just our family, you know, but I think when you go beyond and and helping people that you don't know, you know, I think that that's such powerful work. And I think that that is the work that like moves, I think the world forward. Yes. Right. That's exactly what I use my platform really and then afterwards I was kind of just saying to myself I'm like well I'm more than my disability too though. absolutely I'm I'm a regular human being where I love certain things and and I start to share that kind of side of me as well just because I want my community to mm-hmm. understand that we can have it all totally we can do it all exactly if you want to go and sit at a coffee shop and because I love coffee yes. shops <gasps> or if you want to put on whatever you want to put on or style yourself or go shopping or just anything that's going to bring your life into full, 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 you know, just that high, I can't even explain it, but that's just that beautiful thing of energy, energy and everything. Mm-hmm. Just go for it. Totally. So that's why I start to share like my other side of me where it's like, I'm not just a legally blind woman. Totally. Like I love, I'm a mom, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a wife. I love fashion I love to eat out I love 
everything as well. I love to work out this and we can do it all. Absolutely. And I don't and think it that your disability my life, yeah. like stops you from doing that, right? Like, exactly. I mean, it for, gives my soul, like that's what it is. It's yeah. my soul that's on fire. Exactly. You need to feed that. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and for everyone to listening that. to you, I just have to say, like, the outfit is amazing. You're giving, I like, was honestly, <laughs> I was like, I'm meeting Miles today. And I know for a fact he, they are going to be, like, obviously looking so good. But I, I just wanted to come in with my baggy stuff because I'm all about baggy right now I'm and feeling comfy. And, and I think this is something that I really, like, appreciate about you and, like, what you share on social media is, like, you, like you always look so fabulous, like, well, whatever you're doing, you know? And, and I think that that's, like, really, like, important because I don't think that there's, like, one look to, you know, no, disability. I, I know we were kind of chatting a bit oh about that gosh. earlier, but, like, you know, you got the jewelry as jewelrying. Miles, you know? before <laughs> I was even diagnosed, I was always, I was always into looking good. Yes, I Like, love feeling it. good, whatever my soul is going to bring that day, I'm going to put it on. Yeah. And what you could say is like, yeah, I'm always into fashion type of thing, right? But obviously now everyone is, I'm expressing a lot more about my disability, but yes. it's like, but why do you look like that? <laughs> but I mean, is there, oh, you're faking your disability. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that. You're faking it because yeah. why are you looking at your phone? Yeah. Why are you able to dress that way or put on whatever you want, like a little makeup here and there yeah. and so on, right? Everything. But I'm just like, but first of all, what do you want me to look like? Totally. Like, do you, I always say, if I feel like shit, I don't want to look like shit. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? But to me, it's like, there's no certain look for a disabled person no. or any. Exactly. I it's think that there's a feel. spectrum of disability, there you is. know, and I don't think that there is like one. Well, that's why we did that city line. Yeah, exactly. We had, yes. we had to show it, you know, and, and that's just it. Like there, I think it's like people are so consumed with like wanting to like put someone in a box, no matter whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it's just like, I think it's so frustrating and it's like, no, like people, someone who is legally blind, it can be a spectrum of people and, and people have different, you know, and levels of, of vision, I guess, like within it, well, that, that's right? what it is. So, so there's about... 93, I was just 93% yes. of visually impaired that there is some level of vision. Yeah. And we all have different conditions as well, totally. right? And there's only what? About 7% that's completely no vision at all. Yes. But to me, it's like, it. There, for example, with technologies, mm -hmm. well, why are you looking at your phone? How can you do that? But these are, there's certain things now in the world where it, it has to cater to us as well. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. these are why gadgets are coming out with these amazing, like, technologies mm -hmm. and all these things, accessibility, right? For It's for us to also use. Totally. And I feel like not many will ever understand. And that is why we use our voice and mm -hmm. that, why I share what I want to share on my social platform where I am just like you. Totally. And I could also see a little bit, not... Not the way you probably see things, yes. but I make it work. Totally. I go about it still. Yeah, you're doing the best you can. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're always, we're always going to get that. But then we just have to keep speaking up. Totally. And educating and advocating. And it gets exhausting because sometimes you're not in the mood. But at the same time, it's like, but we need to make some change, right? And I mean, this is how I am. And what else is there, right? Totally. Hey, <laughs> you, are, you are doing it. And, you know, and I think we're, you know, I think we're both on like a similar journey in our own like kind of spectrums of things, you yeah. know, but it's like, yeah, it's like, I feel like it's important, you know, to push, push the world forward, you know, and it's like, 
as exhausting as it can be sometimes with just trying to deal with, I think, like the ignorance of people, you know, it's I know. And um, you know what it is? <sighs> sometimes it does break my heart. Yeah, of course. Because especially if you're not in the right space at that moment, too. Totally. But then I have to remind myself where I've come so far. Mm. Like I've been broken many, many exactly. times, even outside my disabilities. Totally. right? And I've come so far and I, this is just how it's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I just have to keep it moving. Totally. And be awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, I guess like for you on your like journey of like healing and self and self-acceptance and like, was there something that really like helped you, you know, like on, I think like reclaiming maybe your power again, like I think over, over your identity and who you are? I always told myself, especially like that first few years mm. of not wanting to live, not figure out like what kind of life am I going to have? When I, had, when I started to really change my mindset, I said, there's nothing in this world that I can't do. Mm-hmm. Everything that my heart desires and everything that I would want for myself I can do it and yes. I can have it just like anybody else. And I knew for a fact, it's not, it's not going to be easy and still yeah, not easy. Totally. Like, you know, we don't just wake up and be all, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's every day is not easy. No. But I feel like when I look in that mirror and I'm telling you this, this I'm, my friends know this. Mm-hmm. I look in that mirror and I say, I am the shit. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean, am I allowed to swear? Here? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and it's not, being that vain it's because i've been through so much and i've seeked help i've done Mm -hmm. many therapy work all that stuff and i've been through so much even outside my disabilities Mm -hmm. where i am able to do it all still and i'm able to still get up and i think when i look at myself now where i can do it you are that mara Mm -hmm. i will go out there even if I have to like just walk my son to the bus stop and I'm totally. like I own it yes because I look at my life and all of our, all of our lives where you've been through so much mm-hmm. like what else is what else can totally. there, more things are going to come for Absolutely. sure but I mean we're already navigating what it is now and how our life has been you can do it all yes and my heart feels like I'm doing the right thing and whatever I tell myself I'm granted for it because I believe in that. And as long as I feel like you're a good person, you're doing the right thing, you can have it all. Totally. And, and I think I think to your point, it's like, it's not, I don't think that like happiness is something that is just like freely given. I think it actually like takes a lot of work. It and really, like yes. dedication to yourself and to your family and to like the people around you. And that you, is a huge, that is huge, huge for me. Yes. Especially after losing my mom, yeah. oh my God, I was a total wreck. Yeah, I course. felt like I was w- back to that space mm. of when I was just diagnosed Ugh. with my disability. Because it's, it's another trauma, grief. Like it is. It's trauma you know? and it's grief, right? Yes, because when I talk about my disabilities and people don't understand is that it's also grieving. It's yeah. also because I lost my independence fully. Totally. I can't drive. No. I, there's certain things that I I tell myself I can do it all, but I yes. really can't do it all. But you yeah, know what I mean? Totally. But going back to when I lost my mom and going back to family, mm-hmm. I, w- 
was a miserable, I was an angry, mm-hmm. mad woman. Yes. I was very, very angry and so sad. And, but I didn't, oh my God, we think I brought tissue. <laughs> but um, it, to me, it's like, I can't, my family's, they don't deserve to be around me. Yeah. And I have to be at a good mind, mind state mm-hmm. because I have a son and I have a, you know, a husband yes. and even everybody else that loves me. I can't be this way. Mm-hmm. So again, I had to work a lot of, I had to just put on a lot of work in terms of how to heal mm-hmm. and how to accept what's happened now. And I feel like, I mean, when you talk about power and how to go about your life, mm-hmm. you find what will work best for you, right? Yes. I mean, I don't. I, if I feel like today I just want to listen to a podcast and listen yeah. to some good music to kind of heal me a little bit, then that is my power for that day. Totally. Right? I, I love that you brought that up because I think it's like there's not one prescription to like healing, right? There like isn't. I think we all need to sort of figure out our individual sort of like what are things that bring us joy and like what allows us to heal like yes. within our lives, you know, because like, you know, for me, it was like, I, you know, I started in like the self-help books, you know, like and listening to like audiobooks, And I was like, okay, I'm going to start there. And then I started there too. Totally. And I then did. I'm like, you know, then that led me down like the spiritual journey of like, yes, you know, I was like dabbling in psychedelics and like, you know, and doing yoga and like yes. trying to like go the spiritual route. And then I was like, okay, like, I think I went too far that way. Yes. And like, you know, then I came back and I was like, okay, I needed like a psychotherapist. <laughs> well, I, did, I know that's what I said to myself too. And then I went back and I made all these appointments with my therapist. But yeah. I also want to touch base on, it's when you say, when I started to like read those books yes. and read those audiobooks, you know, what really helped me a lot more, mm-hmm. especially a couple of years back yes. with my mom, is I really connecting with real people that like, such as you or such yes. as people that I actually know around me totally. and listening to their journey. Absolutely. Right? So, and just be like, oh my gosh, like even certain jokes that people put up, I'm like, oh, it's making me happy. It's yeah. making me smile today. Totally. And it's just being who I'm with and surrounded with, mm-hmm. I feel like. I need to always surround myself with good energy, good people. It's so true. Because I think like a lot of the time, I think like, with grief comes loneliness. And I think what we don't realize is when we are feeling, you know, grief or loneliness or, you know, those emotions that are within. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Nah. Yeah. Is that we actually need community. We need people. We, we and and as much as like, you know, I think because we grew up in a society where we're like, I don't want to be a burden, but like, we need to let go of that. We, we need know? to know, exactly. Ugh. We need to let go of those things. And this is why we do what we do on our yes, platform. Totally. Is because we need our community. Yes, absolutely. Right? Like these are the people that are going to help get you through this, you know, and are going to lift you up when maybe you don't have the energy or the strength to do that yeah. for yourself. So yeah. Yeah. I'm all about I, it. I'm all about, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it too, because... It's the community we're building and the people we're meeting along the way where, oh my God, you you are giving me joy. Yes. You are giving me some fire in me where, okay, fine. If I want to work out today, let's say, I'm going to do that then because you lifted me up and or totally. whatever, however. Or if I feel like I want to eat that because you went there and you said it was good. Yes. Because I, I love my food. Yeah. Then <laughs> I, I would. And it's bringing me joy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like I'm all about, especially now where... I'm just gonna do what makes me feel good because I need that. I mean, totally. we're getting older. And that's such and- a gift that you're giving to yourself. That is like real self-love, I think. Yes. You know, is doing those things. Doing right? those things and and it's like changing the script because I think a lot of the time, like, you know, when we're maybe feeling down or we're like, you know, life is feeling heavy. We yeah. sort of like, you know, maybe sometimes like we recluse and maybe you need that time. But also it's like, OK, like after well, a period of time, like, I know. how do you change the script? You know, like, how, exactly. how do you get yourself up? Go do something else that brings you joy, yes. you know, and like. I think it's important to like train our brains to like do that. So whether it's like yeah, for you going to a restaurant, you know, exactly. or going to a cafe, it's like you have to like dedicate those sort of actions like to yourself because that's going to retrain your brain yes. to like not sit in that sort of cycle of negativity. You know? like, don't get me wrong. There are days when I just, I need a day or two where I would just want to be on the couch. Totally. <laughs> we all deserve those we days. We all deserve those days. But it's like, you're right. When are we going to? like get out of that totally like what's the boundary that we're setting for ourselves like within that you know yes. okay you're like okay i'm gonna and give I, myself a couple of days and then i need to go like you know right oh my gosh can you imagine if i if i was still back to my old software <laughs> i give it i was i was very very gone for two or yeah, so years I feel that. and i don't want to fall back into that totally. right but yeah i just I, I just need to do something that's really, really uplifting and making me happy a little mm-hmm. bit. And I think it's beautiful, like, discovering what those things are, you know? Like, I think, like, a lot of the time we're we're afraid to try things or we're afraid to do things. But it's like, no, that's part of, like, living. Is, part of is living. That and that's what I share, too, because when they, when they think disabled people, it's like, we don't live. Mm-hmm, totally. Be <laughs> like, true. why are you doing that? Or yeah. if they seem, I'm like, why not? Yeah. Why can't I do this? Exactly. Like, yeah, it'll be probably harder, but why can't I? Why can't we do this? Mm-hmm. 100%. It's not just for the regular normal sighted people no. or able. It's, we should all be able to just live. And I always say that. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm entitled to live. Yeah, you deserve it. Just right? as much as anyone else. Exactly. But no, with the disabled community, it's so tough because it's like, they just automatically think that you are not able to do anything. Mm-hmm, totally. That I should just be home and mope around 
and whatever else that they probably expect me to do. And it's hard because I think that like, because of movies and TV shows, you know, there's been like this very like sort of negative there's always yes. on disability like people living with disabilities and, and so we're like, changing we got it I, you know it is the mo- the movement is happening like you know? have you ever seen i always tell my girls or whoever i'm like have you ever seen let's say a legally blind person but like wow just out and about totally why to me it's like why can't people just be happy if yes. people are outside and living them yeah living their best life absolutely versus it's like why are they there totally no <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's, oh my God. We can go on about this topic, but it's always like, why? Why do you want me to just be at home or doing something else? Like, am I not allowed to sit here and enjoy myself? It's almost like that they're like just going along with what society has like said that this is what what, what it should what it should be or whatever. Like I just think it's so silly. Like I think we need to challenge our mindsets around that. It is very silly. Is there is there anything else that you would say about like your disability that like people don't realize, you know, like, um, maybe within your daily lives or like, you know, challenges that you face. You know what? I want people to know that sometimes I forget Mm -hmm. that I'm disabled. I love it. (laughs) I do. I forget that I have my own damn struggles when it comes to like, because I'm so caught up with my six-year-old son. Mm -hmm. And obviously I have a family and when I am getting him ready, let's say, there are many days and so many times where I've hit the walls or tripped or yes. even knocked him over. Yeah, totally. Because I, I didn't see that Bronx mm-hmm. is there. And I forget that I am also going through so much and mm-hmm. that I, I can't see well, you know, because I'm so caught up with mom mode. This and this and that. I got to do this. I got to cook. I got to... Taking care of my family. Yeah. And... I want people to know that we are just regular people mm-hmm. where we do have a family or we have, even if I would say I was single, I have a life. Mm-hmm. We have a life. Totally. And it's not just focus on our, like my disabilities and what's holding us back. And I always say, I got to keep it going yeah. because life goes on and I have, I have a little one. Absolutely. And I think that goes for everything where it's like, we have to keep it going. Like, what are we going to do? Totally just sit around i mean we got to make life happen right no way i mean you have and to I, keep living with your you know with your family and i always like, there are times when i always get upset sometimes mm-hmm. where um my family or even some of my friends would will forget that i am going through like because mm-hmm. there are times when i'm walking we're walking along yes. having fun and i'm they stop, let's say and i'm going about my way but i'm still talking because yes. i'm thinking they're next to me yeah or they forget that Omara oh, needs help. Mm. And I would get upset, but then I am reminded of what my mom always told me. We forget because we look at you and it's like, you're not even going through this yeah. because you're able to hold it down. Mm-hmm. But then I always say, but I'm able to do that because I have no choice. Totally. I feel like we have no choice but to keep it going, to just make life happen. Yeah. And then I have to sit back sometimes, especially when I trip, let's say, or I have a big bruise or, mm-hmm. or I just overall like doing something very, very wrong because you couldn't see. Yeah. And I'm like, shoot. Like, oh, it hits me that, oh my God, here we go again because I can't see well. Mm-hmm. But then I, I forget because like I said, we just have to keep living life and keep it going. Totally. I mean, I think like you, you know, 
you get into like, you know, a rhythm where it feels normal, you know, until yeah. something happens, right? Like there are times when I have to remind my yes. son, I'm like, Roxy, I can't see. Yeah. He has this thing with the Waldo books. Okay. Fine. What is it? Fine Waldo? Yeah. Where's Waldo or something? Oh, yeah. Where's yeah. Waldo? Fine Waldo. Where's Waldo? Luckily, I've memorized that book <laughs> where I know it's around that yes. particular page, right? But I'm like, Bronx, I can't see well, yeah. you know? And I just have to always remind him that there are certain things that mommy can't do, mm. you know, and this and that. And I, that's why I always just tell myself where it's good to always educate and advocate because yeah. we have our little kids. Totally. You know, some of my friends' kids are like, why do you have that? My cane, my yes. white cane. Well, because I can't see well and it helps me be independent yes. and so on. And this is exactly what also sharing to the world where, because adults sometimes don't get it as well. Totally. Where this is what we do. And we just got to keep it moving. But life doesn't stop. We have, and that's what I always say. I'm just like regular people as well, where I have to live. Totally. Right? Yeah. You know, you're accessorized. Like, you ha you know, you have oh your God. other things, but that's okay. <laughs> you know? Like, I think it's well, just, I it's just part of Well, I always say my white cane has yeah. been, for the past almost 13 years, has been one of my best accessories. Totally. It is like the Chanel You know, it, it really is. It, yeah. It, it, <laughs> and luckily, honestly, I, I get one every year. So it's pretty good. That's what I'm saying. I'm at a, I'm living at a country where it's very privileged, yeah. where they provide that for us. Okay. So... That's why I do what I do, where I have to be there for my community because yes. they, some of them are in different countries where they don't have that help. Totally. Because right? like, so do you have to pay for it at all? Or it's like... So when you are signed with CNIB, which is Canadian National Institute for the Blind, so okay. your specialist will actually refer you right away. Okay. So CNIB is known from all over Canada. Yes. And you just sign up with them. They provide all the support that you need. Um, even mobility help, even somebody coming into your house mm. to kind of help you around how to what to watch out for and so on. Yes. And going back to the cane, so the government actually with CNIB, they'll provide you a, a white cane once a year okay. and all you have to do is pay tax for it. Okay. That's, so it's not bad. That's pretty good. So I get one every year and take advantage of that, right? So what right now I'm trying to work on with other people that I'm actually talking to mm -hmm. is that some of them don't even have that kind of yeah. help so I did say I don't know but I did say like if you want because I have a lot yes. like I could always provide you with one I could give yeah. you mine yeah right and ship it over and so on right I don't know if people should hear that but because they don't have that kind of help totally and but you can also help support them to exactly get out, yeah because well, like or, I don't know yeah it's crazy because um some countries don't even have well first of all they don't even have like the the sidewalk properly yeah, like totally. it's not accessible no absolutely so they fear for their lives being outside oh absolutely here where i'm i feel very privileged where i could just be out and mm -hmm. about so w there's a lot of changes we need to do but this is why all of us even not just the legally blind community mm -hmm. all the disabled communities where we need to make a change yes. in terms of how this world goes about like say airlines yes. or just even just buying something offline totally, or everything. Like it's not, it, it's not really catered to our needs. No. So it's really sad, but this is why it's, it was so nice to always see different disabled people where we're doing what we can to fully educate everybody totally. and change the world. Right. Well, you know, like I think it now at this, at this point, you know, it needs to be an expectation. Yes. Cause like Make I guess, everything accessible. A hundred percent. It Inclusive. absolutely does. Cause even for like, you know, 
for like yourself too, like, I guess, or, or other people that, you know, have like a visual impairment, like, I guess, like online shopping must be so difficult because so like, difficult. because unless there's like the, what is it called? The it's, sub, um, the alt text. The alt text. Yeah. The alt text is very important, especially yeah. even when we do write our captions and yes. everything else. But there are some um, companies that actually now want to change all the websites. Mm. So, because some websites don't use certain things for people like me, right? Okay. So it is hard. And, you know, you need a lot of help. But this is why sometimes it's good that you have technologies now where you can actually have everything zoomed up. Oh, okay. Right? So it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a huge help. But is there like a, is it an app or like what's the, like what do you use? So what I use is all, if you look at my phone, everything is just big. Okay. So you just like go into the settings. Just go to like, settings. Yeah. Everything is big. Change, colors are changed. Yes. I have a voiceover. Okay. So things that can actually fully help me yeah. and make things a little bit easier, right? Mm. But online shopping, you know, it is very hard and I don't like being at the mall sometimes. Yeah, of course. I'm sure it's overwhelming. But if there's a way, there's a way. I mean, we, I just have to like legit zoom everything up and be like, oh, this looks nice. I feel yeah. like this is like work. okay on me. <laughs> if not, yeah. then just return it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I said, we find our ways. Totally. We make things work. So... <laughs> Yeah. I want to go back though to one thing that I think we were talking about earlier and and I because you sort of were like alluding to like or not alluding but you were like kind of talking about like I guess like your relationship with your you know your family and your friends about like them forgetting about yeah, you know, your man. disability because I know we laugh about it totally but I think it's like I think about like how we ask for support I think is really important you know like and I think like what sort of that can look like because I think even for myself like I wish that people would not pretend that it doesn't exist you know like my things you know and I wish that people would ask me about it you know because I think like it bothers me sometimes when people like don't acknowledge it you know and then like just continue to like go on with their lives you know and it's like you know like you like I you know I'm living with HIV it's like I wish my friends would ask me like how how are you doing with that you know know? Honestly, Maz, I meant to ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like on when we were yeah, back and yeah. forth messaging. But I'm like, this, I don't want them to think that I'm so, you know, crazy because we barely even really know. No, We've fair. only met once no, in person. But I think like you get but it I, on a on a level of like But I you did. Know. I yes. I honestly did. So now you're giving me permission yeah, to just totally. check in on you and be like, How are you, Miles? Totally. So that's okay. I'm I'm holding you to that because Deal. I'm gonna check Likewise. in on you and be like, How are you? Yes. You're right. Because I, I it's like, you know, to me, like being able to like talk about it and like it not be like something that like you know, people just like kind of hide under the rug. Like that, it normalizes it for me. Being able and to we be, need to normalize yeah, that. We like, need to normalize asking for help and yes. how to ask, how are you? Totally. Like legit, how are you doing? Yes. Totally. Because not many do that. No, it's so not true. Many. Like something I do, like, you know, like with, I'm trying to actively do with my friends now is I'll be like, you know, like if they're going through something, I'll be like, okay, like how can I support you? Like what does support like look like? that you need right now you know and like it's something I'm trying to practice it's like you know it's super hard to do sometimes it is super hard especially I feel like especially when we're all going through our own stuff yes and I always tell myself oh my gosh I can't always think about me totally it's not always about you Mara yeah so there you know if I especially if I know some people are very quiet yes are you okay yeah and do you need anything and if they say something and I'm like, okay, I'll back off. And I'll just say, I'm always here. Mm-hmm. So just let me know totally. what I, I can do that. 
or if you need anything. Because sometimes, you know, I want to give them their space, yeah, right? Absolutely. So, but as long as they know, like, I'm here and let me know, shoot me a message if you want anything. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think you're just like extending the olive branch and it's always there for someone. I to feel take, the same way where know? it's like sometimes my friends, you know, were, oh my gosh, I didn't even like do this. Or, yeah. But then I have to say, you know what, maybe my mom was right totally. because you're, you're going about your life where it's like you you seem okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like even, you know, so there was, so recently I switched over my HIV medication yes. and I am you now like onto an, inject, an injection. But, you know, so Tyler and I have been going through sort of like something that sort of happened like within our relationship in that sort of changeover, okay. right? Because there's like, there's really like no risk of like infection of like me giving him HIV when I switched yes. over my medication. But like, you know, I wanted to be like a thousand times like, you know, sure. Yes. So, you know, like there had been some like sort of instances of just like things that came up like over the last like two months as I've been yeah. switching over that like Tyler, I don't think had any idea, you know, that he was doing, but it was like, it was like reactivating like a lot of my trauma. Oh, around my HIV, yes. you know, but it was just like, you know, and I, so I think that there is sort of these like situations where, you know, again, people are not aware and like, you need to like vocalize them and like talk I about know. it, you know, and it's like something that's so hard Tyler's for me. Tyler's probably like, you should just talk to Literally, me. Literally, but I waited like two months to talk to him about it, you know, but I was like, Ugh. I but know that's a problem <laughs> with me too. Sometimes I just, Baz will be like, well, you can't just assume that yeah, I know what totally. you're feeling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm like, yeah, I know. Because to me, it's like, because you're my partner, I just feel like you always would just know. And I know even though he knows, yeah. but he doesn't know to the extent of like what is really in going on in my mind. It's so true. Or what I'm feeling, feeling, right? Yes. And that's what he always has to remind me where, well, you got to speak up. Totally. Like there's so many things going on. Yes. Like, you know, but... You're right. Like Tyler's probably like, just tell me. Totally. Oh, and Talk that's to exactly me. what he wants, you know, but it's Two like we months? have to empower oh ourselves, you know, to like, to take that, you know, but it's like, it's always like, I don't know if you feel this way. Like, I, I know I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I like, I never want to feel like I'm like burdening someone. I've I, always been that way too. You know? And I'm like, ah, oh. so it's like something that I'm really trying to like work through. It's like, no, I'm, it's not like burden is not the right word. It's like, I am you know, like I, it's about like open and honest communication and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, I, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. But mm -hmm. I also feel when we talk about the burden is because I'm always mindful of, like I said, everyone is going through something. Yes, totally. Whether it's big or small. Yes. And I tell this to everybody. Because to them, for us, it could be small, let's for say. Sure. Totally. But to them, it's like so, something huge, yes. you know? And, but I always say like, but you're going through something. Mm -hmm. And thus I'm like, hey, I need to stop this, your burdening thing, because you know what? I need to be there. I need to also tell them I'm not feeling good, let's say, totally. or I need some help, or yes. I need some loving, I need some girl exactly, time or totally. whatever, right? But it's one of those things where we need to speak up. 100%. So. Yes. <laughs> I know. I mean, we really need to do that. Uh, yeah. But I think we're always just mindful of everybody's situations, right? Totally. And that's what it is. And I don't want to bug anybody, but sometimes... You have to. Exactly. I don't think that we can like make ourselves like I think it's like, you know, I, you kind of go through the world like making yourself smaller. And I'm like, this is like my mission for next year is like I'm not making myself smaller anymore. I am like owning my space. I am owning, you, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really <laughs> digging this. We're already looking into the 2024 yeah, like, what I want. I I'm about the same thing. I I'm like it. 2024. I just want this. I, I want to make some sort of changes in so and so like I'm I'm the same way. I love it. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, 
So before we wrap up, I would love maybe if you could like maybe share a little bit about like, you know, where maybe like people who are listening, maybe like for people in their lives or like businesses or like, you know, how can people make things more like accessible? You know, is there like, is there little things that people can do, you know, to, to help? First of all, yes. what they could do yes. when we talk about, let's say the fashion world, yes. the fashion industry. Why isn't there many of us up there? Totally. Where is the representation? Yeah, 100%. That is, I think, what not just me, but everybody's thinking. Yes. Where don't you guys ever wonder that we would be rocking that too? Totally. Like, it, to me, it's, I want to see so many people, beautiful yes. people, people like us mm-hmm. up there. And making a change. Because if there's more of us up there, everyone's going to clue into like, wow. Mm. Like, look at that. Totally. Look at them. Well, it normalizes it Exactly. More, right? Giving and positive think, representation. Exactly. And, and the power of seeing people like us and all of us up there mm-hmm. is what's going to, it's, it's going to help in some ways because come on, everyone, everyone now is always on social media totally. or this and that. But if you see people representing our community, mm-hmm. then you know those people are very special, first of all, yes. and that they do love what pe- everybody else loves. Totally. Because that's what I want. I want to see more of me there, like people like me, people, or just making changes of like how to live about, how to live life. Mm-hmm. People are there right now are fighting to travel. Yes. With the wheelchairs, because that totally. was a huge thing. Yeah, it's awful. And it's like, where, when are we going to be taken seriously? Mm-hmm. That we also, I love to travel, yeah. even before I was legally like diagnosed. Yeah. And if I were to go somewhere when I, oh my gosh, last time I was in Europe, they were, people were looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Like, why is she, why does she have that? Or when I go to, when I go back to the Philippines, why does she have that? Ugh. But if they see us. Yes. In billboards or magazines expressing the dis- why yeah. we have certain things, or totally. why we- then people are gonna clue in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. It makes it less of like an unknown, you know. Exactly. Like it just yes. again normalizes it. So I, I think it's so huge, like and, to- and and I think like businesses, you know, like I think like you know now they're looking at like okay, like how are we diversifying our marketing in terms of like, you know, skin tone? But I think it like goes beyond that. It's yes. like, you know, how are we including people with disabilities? How are we including di- well, other is, gender identities? Exactly. You know? We need to go like further than further just than, skin tone. Exactly. You know? Or even let's say with all these, right now with the technology, let's say, mm-hmm. where make technology very accessible. Yes. So it makes us like obviously life easier for us. Totally. And when they see that kind of stuff, People are going to clue in where, okay, that is why she's on her phone. Mm-hmm. Because people right now are thinking, I'm faking it. Yeah. Why are you looking at your phone <laughs> if you're legally blind? Well, hello. Like, I mean, yeah. it's helping me navigate exactly. life. 100%. So it, it's in full circle where if you do this, then pe- I, in my mind, people, it's going to change a, l- a lot of things. Yes. Right? And that goes with everything in life. Whether if, you know, businesses mm-hmm. or... If people want to travel, like yes. people can't even travel because they're not making it accessible. Totally. You know, and it's not, it's not fair. No. Because like I said, we're regular people. We love the same thing that you love. Absolutely. You deserve the exact same experience. Right. But no. And 
But no, that phone thing is, I've had many, many people where, but why are you looking at your phone? <laughs> but then I'll be like, because I want to look at my cute self. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But no, you know, we just need to change a lot of things. And this is why it's always nice to see people like us mm-hmm. up there. People like me up there. Totally. With every business, every single thing, because we love it. Totally. We're, this, we're just regular people. Just wow. going through a little struggles, but you know, we exactly. can make it happen. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> you're changing the world. Yeah. So where can people find you on social media? Um, pretty much just my Instagram. Okay. Um, it is Atimara. It spells like eight Mara, A-T-E-M-A-R-A. Everyone gets confused with that, but it's <laughs> it's really Ate. Ate is big sister in the Philippine culture. Oh, I love it. So I feel like I'm a big sister with all people that I'm connecting with, yes. that I'm helping them. So I just kept it. So it's A-T-E-M-A-R-A. Atimara on Instagram. <sighs> really? Yeah. I like that. I love this like little like bridge of like your culture and your and your like I you know, know together sp- with it. Like, I know I, everyone's like because so nice. I speak Tagalog too, right? Yeah. So I'm really very strict with that with my son because yes. I want him to grow of up course. to understand. Totally. But it's funny because I went to an event a like, couple of weeks back and they're like, "Is it eight Mara?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. It's <laughs> it's Ate Ate Mara, but because Ate's big sister." Totally. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. This was I feel like we could talk for days. Agreed. I I feel like I need to have you back because there's so many other areas. There's so many things we can touch from this conversation. No, on it, I'm down. Let me know. I'm always down to talk. I just talk too much. I know. As you can tell. It's perfect. But that's what (laughs) the beautiful journey is, right? Agreed. Thank you for having me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.